0: Go to my for merchandise, episodes, and to keep up with the darkness. Everyday dope. The ones who enhance the flow. You know them Bruce Lee Royce and possess the glow. Yo, you're the last dragon, so you good to go. You're giving back to the world, or why you're crushing your gold. See, you ain't got to see it. You can just be it. You're the street's hope. Yeah, God told me you're dope. And you're here just to give us some pearls. We appreciate that so we can share with the world. See, you ain't gotta see it You can just be it You're the street's hope Yeah, God told me you're dope Dope to dope to dope dope you dope. Sure. Dope, ah, Yes, yes, yes Welcome to Everyday Dope, the podcast about dope people who do dope things And what do they do these dope things? Well, quite frankly, they do them every day I'm your host, Mr. Sheffield Today's guest is gonna be Lyric She has made it beyond the pole She's a savvy entrepreneur, and she's an overcomer who's now living a blessed life. <laughs> yes. I like that. How are you doing, Beleza?
1: <laughs> Beleza. You wrong, that. It's the wrong. It's belleza. Belleza. Which stands for beautiful. Oh, beautiful.
0: Inside. What language? What language?
1: It's Spanish or one of them. It just sounded real good, and I Googled it, and it said <laughs> belleza. It sounded good.
0: So it felt good to you, huh? It
1: did. All
0: right. Good. So, Lyric, we're going to start you off with the same question. We ask everybody else who comes to Everyday Dope. All right. What's your definition of dope?
1: Oh, we. Okay. If we're talking about a person.
0: Nope, just dope.
1: (laughs) Well, I have two (laughs) logics to that. (laughs) If we're talking about a person... I would say Barack Obama. Okay. That's
0: just dope. Mm-hmm.
1: First black man to be president. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Now, we're talking about in general now.
0: Okay, in general.
1: I think it's really dope that the world can't seem to agree on anything. Nothing. Like, everybody always disagreeing. Uh-huh. But one thing I realize that everybody pretty much agree on is when the ambulance... And fire truck coming through, they swerve <laughs> on to the side and let them through the same people lives. It's even the same people that's out here killing folks. They move out the way. Okay. I think that's really dope.
0: That, that everybody agrees to move to the right. They then to the
1: left, too, to make sure that ambulance get through. You know,
0: that's actually a law. If you don't move over, you're supposed to get a ticket.
1: So maybe they just don't want no ticket, <laughs> but it's still dope that they following the rules because they run red lights and they can get tickets.
0: Everybody disagrees on everything except for that, and that's dope. <laughs> To me, it is. (laughs) So let's go backwards. What's so dope about Barack Obama? (sighs) Other than him being the first black president. That he black? I'm just
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? To me, Obama was so organic. You know, he never seemed like he was putting on. Mm -hmm. It's almost like being around your confidant. You ain't got to put on. You could just be who you are. You could tell that that was truly his calling, you know?
0: Yeah, I think that. I make this joke. I tell people I pick my presidential candidates based on who I think would be the best space partner.
1: Mm, <laughs> Barack. <laughs> I will partner with Barack. Any you, know, space. you have to
0: be able to trust your space partner. That's right. And, you know, so I can understand how you feel about that. Like, you know, the trust and, yeah. you know, how you felt about him. I get it. Because, you know, we had one president. I just didn't feel like he could play space like that.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I, no. A couple so, of them. I wouldn't.
0: Mm-mm. Okay. So you like this. <laughs> ambulance thing
1: <laughs> I, I do because I saw it I was driving and everybody was driving reckless I mean I was like what is going on in these Atlanta streets but guess what I paid attention to all them tags said Florida <laughs> LA Virginia oh so these my, my Atlanta folks this is all everybody coming from everywhere around the world they don't know how to drive in this Atlanta traffic but when the ambulance came through everybody said to the side and I loved it okay <laughs>
0: Yes. Okay, so Lyric, when I drove up, I noticed something on your porch that said, blessed life. Mm. And um, I'm living a blessed life. So when it comes to you, what does it look like for you to live a blessed life?
1: Mm. Looks like magic. Oh. <laughs> it looks like magic. Okay. And some would say magic is, is an illusion. <laughs> And that's what it looks like. That's okay. what it feels like. I walk into my house sometimes. I remember I opened my garage and said, you know what? I'm just going to walk around to the front door. Walked around to the front door, opened the, opened the door, and I just fell to my knees. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is my house. Because you have a front door. I have a front and door. And a back door. A back and door. And a side door. And a, a balcony door. <laughs> oh, Lord, I made it. Thank you, Jesus. That's what it feels like. Don't. Sometimes it just does not seem real. Um, you know, especially from where I come from and every year, every age prior to this season in my life.
0: Now that's dope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, it sounds like progression, right? So to be blessed, it sounds like you're progressing. Mm -hmm. And we had this conversation where you told me that you dropped out in the ninth grade. Right. To pay bills. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that was probably sound like the beginning of a, of a long story, um, you, yeah. you want to tell the audience about how you had to drop out of ninth grade and what did you get into?
1: So first of all, first of all, let me say this. You know, everybody have different journeys. That's right. I see I've had friends growing up who was in ninth grade with me and they wanted to be runaway kids. Meanwhile, they living in the mansions. Right. I'm living in the projects like girl, I would just go home if I was you. You know? Um, at that point I was living from here to there because of situations that was going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So it just became, you know, reality for me. Like <laughs> 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 Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's real life. Let's go. Yeah. Um what you say? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. 'Cause I heard tone No, you you were
0: telling me about the runaway kids.
1: Oh yeah. Um, you know, and I never really understood. So for me, I was sitting in class one day and I was so sleepy and I was so hungry. And I'm sitting there looking at everybody else, be all happy, all dressed up. I got on hand me downs from last year and this year, and one of my cousin house, you know, can I wear this and keeping it for school because I didn't have no clothes. Right. And one day I just said, I can't be here. I have to get me an apartment. Got one of my friends to get me an apartment, and I had to pay my bills. All that time I was spending at school was taken away from time that I could be using, taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. Although I was too young to get a job, I had to figure out how to get some money. And school just was not a part of my journey, it seems like. I had to leave. So I left, and I got my diploma through a Christian academy online while I was at work. <laughs>
0: So what were you working at?
1: Uh, On the streets. Yeah. Okay. I was. I got into um, slinging some things. As I stated, it was not that um, easy, and it wasn't so typical for a young lady as my age to be on the streets so young. Right. I was the only one of my kind. Everybody else was older, was male. So for me, I had to... Just do what I had to do. I have a, when your stomach get hungry enough, you might go in your back and and you might wrestle with a with a goat if you have to. <laughs> if You have to, you know. And I just did literally
0: whatever you had to do.
1: I played the hand that was dealt to me, mm-hmm. and I had to play it.
0: So now you're beyond the pole, right? Mm-hmm. So how did you even make it to the pole from the streets to the pole?
1: Oh, cause God has a sense of humor. God- <laughs> That's seriously, I. Was doing a lot of things I had no business doing. And when I say that, I had to do what I had to do. Although I have always been into my Bible, I knew that I had no business doing it. But it was almost as if I begged God to forgive me and understand what was happening because I told him, You already knew I was going to be doing this before I did. <laughs> so I need you to not be mad at me right now and just know That's that I'm not going to hurt nobody. Work You know, and and all our steps are ordered. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, it was already ordered. It's already written. And, you know.
0: So you told me you would read your psalms before you actually went on stage. Mm -hmm. Um, So what was that activity about?
1: Well, first of all, I want to say the transition of becoming a dancer. Okay. um, Was me hearing God tell me my season was up as far as the streets. Okay. Yeah, I got into a situation. It was one of them situations where you have to say, Lord, I come humbly to the throne (laughs) of grace. I need grace and mercy right now because you know I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to be in nobody's jail, but I didn't have to feed myself. Right. And my parents ain't nowhere around, so I need you to show me mercy. And he he not only showed up, but he let me know it was him showing up. I'm just going to give a small detail. I was pulled over. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was pulled over, um, carrying a lot of things. And at that very moment, I made a vow to him. I said, God, I don't like orange that much. <laughs> orange is the new black. Now, it is. <laughs> now, nah, ain't my new black. <laughs> it's no, my new black is brown. So I said, Lord, I need you to deliver me from this situation and I need you to let me know that it's you. Yeah. And so- he. I was pulled over, and the officer came back and asked for my driver's license, and I was like, oh, hmm, it's over. So my whole life flash before my eyes. He left, went to the car, came back, gave me my driver's license, and he asked me, what were you doing? I was completely honest. I said, I'm on my way to work, but today, my last day. I was on my way to work. work, (laughs) It was my (laughs) last last day because I just told the Lord why you was running my driver's license, but I didn't tell him that part. (laughs) And he looked at me and he said, you said, it's your last day. Make this your last day. Gave me my driver's license and I pulled off. It was my last day.
0: It was your last day. It was
1: my last day. And I was like, you know what? I am walking away from this. This is not where I'm supposed to be. And because I made a vow to him, I knew I could not break it. I felt like my life would be cursed if I continued, you know, doing anything that was not of him. Sounds crazy because <laughs> the next transition was being a stripper. But I started dancing when I found out that you don't, we don't post a cuss on here, but I found that you <laughs> don't post, a, you don't have to be a whole to, to, to be a dancer. And I was like, wow, really? You don't, I can don't be have- a lady? I don't have to sell my body? Mm. I don't have to. Do all these freaky things? Oh wow! And I can make this money. I'm in. That's the same kind of money I was making doing selling drugs. And I can do that. <laughs> and my body is legal. And this is legal money. I don't mm. have to get in trouble. I'm in.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> literally, like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I have rhythm. Yeah, that part. I've been dancing all my life. (laughs) That part, too. We we just sang uh, uh, Sir (laughs) Mix-a-Lot, right? (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, we did. All right, so you're doing these things that you feel like you are not supposed to do, right? And you also talk a lot about the Lord. So you still have this relationship with God, and it seems like you're a regular person, you know, that's quote-unquote sinful, but... Still feel like God is in your your backyard, like He has your back. Uh, so, why do you think regular people have so much trouble with like still sticking with God, even though they may be doing things they're not supposed to be doing?
1: I think they' so so caught up into worrying about what people are gonna think about them. Mm-hmm. And I got to a point where I didn't care anymore. You know, when you get hungry and you get you know just exhausted. I mean. You kinda just don't care anymore. And I think people get it lost in transition translation that you have to be perfect to serve God mm-hmm. when you don't. He accepts you for who you are. And I think when people stop caring about how other people feel and just focus on pleasing him, then they're gonna be better off. They're gonna be better off just yeah. pleasing
0: him. All right, so go back to the, the the thing about the reading the psalms before you go on stage. Like Oh how did how did that work?
1: Okay, so I always read my psalms. I went on a two-year fast, actually. Two whole years, I took away things I, I enjoyed.
0: Okay. Um, That's what fasting's about.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, I took away rap music. Oh. Cable TV. Oh. Yeah, I could only watch DVDs, and after a certain time, I took away um, meat, and I took away Sex. For two years. Two whole years, yep. And when I finished them that fast, I tried to eat a steak and got sick. Oh, my gosh, I was so sick afterwards. But I got through it, Mm -hmm. and I did it. So a part of my fast was reading Psalms every day. And when I was a dancer, I said, okay. Now, mind you, no rap music in my house.
0: Right, but you got to at work.
1: I got to at work. Mm -hmm. I have to when I'm around certain environments, I have to and i remember going into work one day and my day was going crazy and i was like you know what i ain't had time to read my songs and you pull up magic city 11 59 don't get in there for 12 o'clock they gonna close them doors say so you can't work no 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 no. lord i need you to come in this club with me <laughs> so we can make this money and i'm gonna read my songs and i i sat downstairs and i always sat kind of secluded i, would, I didn't sit in a dressing room i made me a little spot outside of you know the dressing room because I I went in the dressing room one day and I didn't understand why my anxiety was rolling, why I was having so many thoughts. And I looked in the mirror cause there's mirrors everywhere. I was around too many different spirits literally. And I knew that. And I was around too many different spirits, you know, and I knew that. So I knew I had to do something to change that. And I read my Psalms. And when I read my Psalms, Somebody said, girl, what you doing? Reading the Bible? We in the club. I told her, you need to mind your business. <laughs> that's what you need. She was like, well, what you reading? And I, it's just like, that's the Bible, though. Like, why don't you read a good book? I said, this is the best book I ever read.
0: Best one I ever read, too.
1: It is the best one. And so she was, juicy. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and it's so so many different stories. Oh, it's so amazing. And and the thing about him is he don't sugarcoat none. He talk about the jazz bell, talk about folks killing their brothers, you know, just all kind of stuff. You know, and he keep it real. And then she went on to ask me, how did I understand it? I said, you got to pray for understanding and knowledge. So and now I, you
0: witnessing at the strip club. Seriously. <laughs> and it became Absolutely. a thing.
1: I read that day. And then a couple of days afterwards, I came in. If it's a long day, because I knew one thing, if I didn't read my Psalms, I didn't make no money. I realized that.
0: There was a correlation.
1: Absolutely. If I'm rushing, 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 I done put God first. I think it was because it was in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I didn't read my Psalms before work, it was always a bad night. So it got to a point, no matter how busy I was, when I sat down, I'm going to read my Psalms. And next thing I know it, I'm sitting there reading my Psalms, and I see three or four girls coming up. Like, Lyric, you reading today? I'm like, yeah, come on, sit down. And as I'm reading, I'm explaining to them what it means. And it's amazing that, you know, now doing TV, one of those girls reached out to me Mm -hmm. and it was so amazing. She cried and she was like, I would not know Jesus right now if it wasn't for you. I was not seeking him. And because I was reading that Bible with you, I eventually ventured off and read it at home by myself and then start praying, then start fasting. I start understanding and now I live in my true purpose. And I just was cry back. I'm a crybaby, You know, and it was such an amazing feeling. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I changed somebody's life. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's dope. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I guess I have to put the drop right there. <laughs> now that's dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, now that's, that's dope. dope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. All right. So you went from doing all these things you're just not supposed to be doing mm-hmm. to stripping, which is something that everybody else probably thinks you're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But now you're, uh, like, doing Bible study <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the club. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is amazing. All right. Now, now you have a lot of entrepreneur stuff going on. Mm-hmm. And you're in movies. And more movies are coming up. You're doing right. monologues. Right. You know, you're killing <laughs> stuff. You know, hitting figures, all those kind of things. Yeah, You were on the pole. Mm-hmm. But now you're on the show Beyond the Pole. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What kind of, and you were out hustling. Mm-hmm. Right. So what kind of um, skill sets from all those things have you taken mm. over into now your entrepreneurial things that are, quote unquote, uh, legal?
1: I feel like anybody who run a illegal organization
0: should be CEOs. That's what I say
1: <laughs> is definitely qualified to be CEOs because it takes a lot not only to run the business, But to have different people in a certain mind space where you want them to be. You have to have people to think what you want them to think sometimes. Right. To be how you want them to be. Talk how they need to talk, you know.
0: It's training, professional development.
1: Absolutely. And when I realized that, I realized my power. And then my grandma told me. She said, hey, if you want to be a prostitute, I could take you down right on Fulton Industrial. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to be a dancer, be the best at it. And you be, you know, you plan the escape plan and you get out of there. Um, You know, so that was always the goal, to remove myself once I get to a certain point, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: So what kind of things are you into? Like, how are you making this money?
1: (sighs) I have a lot going on. Okay.
0: (laughs) We want to hear some of it. First
1: of all, um, as far as my acting, that goes, you know, that that root goes deep down in Mm -hmm. the souls. Um, A lot of times when I was younger... Um, escaping from my environment that I was in was very toxic and um, challenging every single day. I'm going to say that. Okay. And my escape was being other people. Mm -hmm. I would watch movies and watch shows and I would learn all the lines and all the the, the breaths they took and the walks and everything. And I would just study. And I was like, this is so amazing that you could be so many different people through characters. Like, uh, so I was always somebody else every single day. But it helped me.
0: Who was one of your favorite characters?
1: (laughs) Growing up, I got to (laughs) say Raven. That's so Raven.
0: That's right. You are 12 years old. I got it.
1: 12 and a half. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so Raven because no matter what, she was always so jolly.
0: Happy all the time.
1: (laughs) And happy. Even when things go wrong, she found a happy place. Mm -hmm. So I loved her for that. You know, so, yeah.
0: So acting is one of those things.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely something that I feel like I was put on this earth to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy Beyond the Pole?
1: Um, the show or being actually Beyond the Pole? Both. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> I do. It's a testimony. Mm-hmm. And it's, in, you know, We in talked everything. about that progress. Absolutely. I can say, you know, with Beyond the Pole, um, you know, it's reality TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And at the time, the reality is... That's what my reality was, was right. what I was doing. However, in this state of mind with this uh, natural hair out right here, you know, <laughs> you know, things I would have wanted to expose other things and more beautiful things as far as changing the narrative um, about dancers and about the, you know, just the way that people look at at exotic dancers.
0: Yeah. And what, what would be some of those things? So that's what I was going to ask, like. You know, people think whatever they think, but what is it that you really want them to know about that lifestyle? Because they don't know.
1: That when you go to the dentist nine times out of ten, the one giving your baby the shot, she was on the pole. That part. Okay. When you're going into um, the jury, the person who's in up typing up stuff for the judge, mm-hmm. they probably came from the pole. Some of the detectives. some, You know, I have met so many different women, do so many different things. Like so a couple of girls graduated Howard and you know, all these different universities because they were there just to make their money, just to get capital, clock in, clock out. You have so many different kinds. You do have the scribbles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said what I said, mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> the scripples who just love being naked. They love the music. They love the men. They love the life. And then you have people like myself who literally is clocking in, clocking out, trying mm. to plan an escape plan while still in the building. Mm. You know, who has a a dream and who, you know, want to eventually surpass that.
0: Get beyond the pole.
1: I'm beyond it now. <laughs> Look, let's get it.
0: <laughs> now, we talked last week or maybe two weeks ago, whenever it was, mm-hmm. and we talked about how you had overcome some trauma and, um, you were kind of overwhelmed because your your DMs were kind of blowing up. And you didn't know how to help everybody because you had experienced um, molestation. And you wanted to figure out how could you talk to everybody. Say, hey, come to Everyday Dope. Um, so how do you think you can help people that a- also had that same experience? Like, what would you want to tell them?
1: Well, first of all, let me say I am praying for each and every last one of them. Because at this point it was almost scary. Mm -hmm. You know, I not only had people reaching out about thank you for being, you know, for being so vocal about it. You don't hear that nowadays. People talking about that subject is very touchy subject. Also the young people, mm, the young people that were sliding my DMS talking about how they are currently going through it. Right. And what should they do? Those are the things that was heartbreaking to me. Um, and to be honest, I don't have the answer. I am asking God every day, what do I do? How do I help them? I need you to use me as a vessel to help these people. But I need to figure out how. And I cannot say I have the answer yet. Mm-hmm. I can say in my spare time, I try to go to every DM one by one and give encouraging words. But, you know what I'm saying, over a hundred some DMs <laughs> and we get a little tired. And every right. day the numbers are going up.
0: But talking and having a friend, I think a lot of times that, you know, that definitely helps people get over a bridge. Absolutely. Right? And so whenever you can bring conversations or something that's detrimental to somebody's uh, mind, body, and soul, that's, that part is the dope part. Because yeah. I think especially in our community, black folks, um, we're scared. We, we we keep everything close. Yeah. Um, we was taught to be scared. We though. were taught to be scary. That's right? the thing. Right. And so that you, you're actually talking about it and talking to other folks about it, that's a good start.
1: Yeah, and then what I like, I'm going to tell you something what I like about TV. Okay. <laughs> you know. Plug. <Look>. Yeah. <laughs> when I signed my contract, you know, I asked one question. Can I talk about Jesus? hmm And once that answer was yes, I signed on the dotted line. Right. Because I feel like God put me into a certain position because he know I'm not afraid. He knows that I'm going to speak about him. He knows that that is a part of who Lyric is. You know, I can't talk without talking about Jesus, you know. And for everybody listening on the other side of the mic who done seen me on on the pole acting a fool sometimes, just know when I got upset, I came home and repented. (laughs) Okay, repented.
0: You turned away? You
1: know, I had to because, you know, situations happen, but it is what it is. You know, so I love the fact that I could talk about him and it wasn't edited out. A lot of things was edited out. Uh, But they let that play. So I respect that. mm -hmm. And I love it because mm -hmm. I think that he knows I'm bold enough and and I'm going to. My story is not about lyric. Right. That's the thing. My story is about how he carried me through everything that I went through. Because I look back and I said, "Dang, that was eight years old when I left the house. You know, when I was pushed out of my house, I was eight years old. I look back, I say, how did I make it out of that? Mm -hmm. How did I walk through all of that to thirty years old now?
0: (laughs) She ain't 30 y'all. She's (laughs) (laughs) seventeen. How did you but how did you, you know, start to overcome, you know, your whole bout with molestation and being pushed out of the house? How did you get over the bridge or metaphorically beyond that pole?
1: I'm not. Mm. I am working towards it every single day process. And then the moment I think I'm over it, the reality is something happens or something transpires that makes me say I'm not quite there yet.
0: Mm.
1: Not, it takes, uh, it takes a lot to get past it, especially when you're still living it. When I say that, um, I speak on the people who are around me and who's upset about me speaking on my story on national television because of their embarrassments but it's my story it's a part of my journey and I'm gonna keep talking about it I'm gonna keep overcoming it and I'm gonna keep helping people and uplifting people in any way that God puts in my spirit to do so
0: now, now that's dope, dope. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 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 that's a good part that yeah. is the dope part ma'am. <laughs> 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 all right lyric You are amazing. You have come from hustling in the streets, but still holding on to God. Mm -hmm. You have embraced your acting skills, being somebody else when you needed to escape from all the trauma that you were going through, but being willing to communicate about it so that you can help other folks and embracing your journey and not caring about what others say about it and how you get from point A to point B.
1: Absolutely. And I do want to say one thing. That was never supposed to be a part of my story, storyline. But huh, you wanna hear guy laugh, then what? <laughs> tell him what? <laughs> tell him a joke. Tell him your plans. Tell him your plans. That's right. And he gone <laughs> I never planned on it to go public. I never planned on that to happen and until I was ready to tell my story. But he says screw <laughs> <laughs> daughter i need you to walk by faith at this point
0: not by sight
1: yeah because you can't see it but i can and this is what i'm gonna throw in front of you and i need you to handle it like a chimp and that's what i think i did
0: <laughs> well y'all <laughs> lyric <laughs> from the tough story that she's told us it sounds like she might be the person that's in an ambulance and everybody's <laughs> pulling over <laughs> you <laughs> know so she can get to where she needs to be uh on a spiritual level to the all promised land to the promised land <laughs> all that is good lyric is wonderful you are dope but Thank now you. it's time to figure out if you know what's going on in these streets oh streets. wow What's the dopest and I what's don't the uh. what's, the <laughs> you? You? what's the my, you? my TV <laughs> what's the what's the you? You? all right lyric we've reached a point in our show we call what's what? the dopest this is the only question you have to get right. If you get it wrong, we put you outside the house. Oh wow. This is a lovely house, but we still will put you out there with the mosquitoes where you belong. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: All <laughs> right. And the flies. Sum up, so up with the flies. Sum up with the
0: flies in summertime. It's Atlanta. Well, oh. you live in Macon. So, <laughs> so no,
1: flies are obsessive right now. They really are. I Googled it. I said, Lord, what this mean? I said, What it means spiritually <laughs> when you got flies everywhere. Okay, that was interesting. I'm gonna let
0: y'all Google that. You <laughs> All right, so what's going to be the dopest? The wings at Jr. Crickets or the wings at Magic City?
1: Who? <laughs> come on now. How could you even ask me that? It's like going against the grain. I have to say well, Magic Well, I'm
0: a 43-year-old man who was born in Atlanta, and I've never been to Magic City.
1: Well, you missing out then. You got to try them hot wings, especially if you're from Atlanta. You got to go get you hear these basketball players. Somebody they was off and they had to go get some chicken lemon wings. Lemon pepper Lou. Lemon, you, Lou had to come get some of them chicken wings. It's somebody that splat. They put that splat on there. The splat, the splat yeah, of what? I don't is know. It a lemon pepper barbecue up a Buffalo. What is it? Lemon pepper mixed barbecue flavor. Half sprinkle of barbecue. Whatever you. Whatever want. Whatever you want. It is yes, and I love wings. I mean, you hate no crickets like that, huh? I love crickets. Chicken is chicken. No, but the wing is the thing. The wing is the thing, you know? And <laughs> crickets. But, I mean, it is. But, I'm, you know, I'm going to take you to Magic City to get you some chicken oh, wings.
0: Oh, that's the only reason why I'm going. I'm
1: going to take you on day shift when there ain't a whole bunch oh, of strippers. It's okay, yeah, just, just the food, you know. I like to
0: read my songs too, Lily. <laughs> that's
1: all right. You'll be able to lead in your song, reading your songs because we're going to be done eating a lot of you chicken. You know what our
0: Bible study teach us? Is it wise or no? It's
1: wise to say I went to Magic City and I was able to try them wings. <laughs> And I still walked out a holy man, so I got your back. <laughs> I'm going to make sure you walk out holy. You'll make sure I walk um, out I holy. I am.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lyric. tell the people what's next for you.
1: Huh, what's next for me is to embrace all of the hurt that I felt for 18 years, 30 years hmm, at this point, since I can remember. Hmm. Yeah. I can remember up until a situation from five years old, to be honest. So what's next is just watch me. No, watch just watch, you? watch this. <laughs> watch God. Watch what he do.
0: I think that's very interesting that um, you went right into your, you know, mental, spiritual space of, as far as what's next versus, well, I'm going to make money doing this, I'm going to make money doing that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to, to hear you say, I'm going to just work more on me. Yeah. And I'm just gonna let uh God work through me. That's good.
1: The Lord told me if I work on me then I'd be rich anyway. So hey, I'm just following instructions, and being obedient.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you work on you work on you and play the lottery, too.
1: That part. You see, <laughs> it said, all right. Now I'm telling my secrets, y'all. But it is a two hundred and fifty day million, I don't you use but you might slide to the store play some numbers. <laughs>
0: All right, Lyra. tell the people where they can find you. Facebook, Instagram, Tinder.
1: Yes, you can definitely, no, definitely <laughs> yeah. not Tinder. Bumble. Fans Only has been canceled. Oh, so you had that? I did not. No. <laughs> when I t- walked away from the script club, to you me, done. I couldn't do Fans Only because it was too similar. No, um, that is an experience I was going to get an
0: OnlyFans one day and like, um, like just solve math problems. Yeah. Yeah, because I, th- I think it's sexy.
1: No, I think you should definitely <laughs> did comedy. You should have been oh. the OnlyFans doing comedy. Okay. <laughs> you would be surprised how many people was playing with their toes or just doing a bankhead bounce to just and really getting paid lots of money, money to do it. Some people was not nude. Some people mm. was not doing anything sexual. It's just, you know.
0: I think people will subscribe to me um, solving the Pythagorean theorem. I think they will.
1: If they can spell it, probably will. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Be-a-za. <laughs> Be-a-za.
1: Be-a-za. <laughs> yes. But you could definitely find me on Instagram, Lyric Bayeza BTP. Is in beyond the pole, okay? <laughs> and um I'm jumping into this TikTok thing. I'm okay. starting to like it. My daughter pushed me into it. So and that's what twelve year olds do. She's eight. She <laughs> looked no, <you're> twelve.
0: 12.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, but I mean, besides that, you know, y'all can expect to just watch me on this journey because it is definitely something that I have to do. I almost lost lost my life at eleven years old and God brought me back. Mm. And when he brought me back, I've been believing since then that I had a, I have a purpose. So until I fulfill that purpose, I will not stop.
0: Mm, I like it. So Lyric is a hustling, acting, I used-to-be-dancing communicator of the Lord mm-hmm. who thinks that the world agrees on everything. People pull it to the right when the ambulance comes. And to the left. And to the left. She is super dope. She's overcome. She's progressing. And she wants you to watch what the Lord has in store. Thank you for Lyric for coming to Everyday Dope.
1: And it we- is such an honor to be here. I felt so, un- y'all don't even understand when I found out I made the dope list. I said, I'm down. I made that. dope <laughs> yes. So thank you so much, Cedric. This is definitely amazing. And hopefully from this I can figure out actually how to help all these people. Yeah,
0: that's a good start.
1: Yeah. Maybe you can help me over the finish line. Yeah, exactly. You know?
0: We appreciate you. You're super dope. We love you. And we're going to holler at you on the other side. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Everyday Dope. We hope you were inspired to live in your dopeness and celebrate the dopeness around you. Don't forget to rate, review, and share with your crew. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter at my everyday dope. I'm your host Mr. Sheffield, and we will see you on the other side. Oh, other side. Oh, hey, 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 hey. On the other side. Yep, yeah, we're going to see you on the other side. Ugh, <sighs> ugh. <sighs>